Welcome to the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast. I'm Judy Umless, creator of the Center for Grateful Leadership and the author of three books, including Grateful Leadership, Using the Power of Acknowledgement to Engage All Your People and Achieve Superior Results. I'm also a senior vice president at the International Institute for Learning, IIL. My guest today is Dr. Teresa Eves, and I'm very proud of her for getting her PhD recently from the University of Northern Texas in Information Science. And uh, Dr. Eves studied how veterans seek and find and use information when looking for employment in North Texas when transitioning from the military. Now, she's done all sorts of great things, and I knew you, Teresa, I'm going to say hello so we can start our conversation. Welcome officially to this podcast. Thank you so much, Judy. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, thanks. And we we go back quite a few years. Um, we go back uh, to your having one of the largest uh, um, special interest groups for uh, under the PMI umbrella. And that was uh, information systems. What do you have, like 17,000 members in that? That's right, throughout the world, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And uh, I remember you brought both me and Frank Salatis in to train your board members on how to deal with volunteer leaders. And they were the volunteer leaders, but how the leaders should deal with volunteers. Yes. And uh, I thought that was brilliant because there's so many, uh, you know, organizations that operate on the premise of having volunteers. And yet the only paycheck that volunteers get is appreciation. So anyway, tell me about you and tell me about that initiative and all the other things that you're involved in now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, the only way to really show uh, appreciation to our board volunteers was through that great training that you and Frank were able to offer. Um, so, you know, that was that was another way for us to reward our board for their service um, is by training them. So that was uh, mm. that was a great gift. And. and you know, uh, I'm here today to talk about something new with me, and it's called the Platinum Rule for Project Managers. And um, I thought I was so brilliant, and I thought I had come up with this great idea <laughs> because during a sleepless night, I was trying to figure out a way to solve a problem, and I, I finally realized, it kind of dawned on me at about three in the morning, that I was trying to treat this person as I wanted to be treated, but they wanted me to treat them as they wanted to be treated. And I thought, well, that's a twist on the golden rule. And my wedding band is made of platinum. So I thought of the platinum rule. That's brilliant. Even though you <laughs> well, weren't the first one to coin that term, it's still brilliant. Well, thank you. Yeah. And so when I finally got around to applying for the copyright and digging in and doing my research, a lot of people had already come up with the same idea in the exact same uh, wording um, that I had thought of uh, in the middle of the night. <laughs> but I wanted to put my special uh, mark on it by making it particular to project management. And there are so many ways that um, you can treat others as they want to be treated in project management. 
Well, can you give us a few? I know uh, some of the topics that you're going to be covering uh, in a blog uh, that you, you hope to be starting soon is the platinum rule of acknowledgement. And so, of course, that one interests me in particular, but there are a lot of other aspects to it. So why don't you start with, you know, your whole premise in project management and then we can zero in on that. Sure. So um, we need to learn how to be um, better servants of our projects. And the way we do that is through uh, listening and hearing what is really being said rather than what we want to hear. Um, leading projects as um, the leadership desires them to go, not maybe the way that we think they should go. Um, and so particular to the platinum rule and acknowledgement, you know, you see this very much these days in the form of rewards programs. Everywhere you go, everyone has a loyalty program. Um, and the best and most successful loyalty programs are about when you get to choose your rewards. So instead of assuming everybody wants air miles, you know, mm -hmm. perhaps I want gift cards because twice a year I go and spend several hundred dollars on school clothes for my children. So those gift mm -hmm. cards would come in handy um, to help me pay for those expenses. And so, you know, the key now with loyalty is treating your customer the way they want to be treated not by what you want to give them. And so um, so that that is a special angle and there are many, many other topics um, that you know I, I think of and experience every day where I think the platinum rule would be so valuable to people. Can I just go back to something you said uh, a sure. moment ago? And uh, you know you talk about the rewards programs, which are all, Terrific, and I I, I always um, cheer companies on for establishing them. But if that's all it is is a reward, and you don't build that into your either your team culture or your corporate culture, you know where you value the person as a human being, not just what they do. And that's I distinguish between recognition and acknowledgement. Recognition is a rewards program, and again, very valuable. But if it's all by itself, and you just, you know, my uh, my husband was working for a major tax and accounting firm, and uh, he got a gift card uh, for five hundred dollars, which I loved. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but he 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 quit shortly thereafter because. They never appreciated him. They never said things to him. They never showed him that they valued him except through a thing. So how do you feel about that? Well, I feel in project management, we get many more opportunities um, to express the value for our team members. Um, in terms of rewards programs, you know, you may, you may give everybody a gift card just to be equal with your team. But if you give them specific acknowledgement, like um, Teresa, you did a fantastic job with the schedule. I know there were a lot of competing priorities, um, mm -hmm. but you fought through all of that and, and you developed this very complex schedule with all the considerations included. And, you know, I, I'm just really proud of you for what a great job you did. And I, 
And is it okay with you that I tell the team? Because another thing you need to remember with the platinum rule is you're treating that person as they want to be treated. So you may want to scream from the rooftops what a great job <laughs> you did, but they may be an introvert and that may really embarrass them and they don't like to be in the spotlight. I'm married to an introvert, so I know this personally. And so, um, yeah, so it's figuring out how people want to be acknowledged and how people want to be treated, not how you've been taught or raised or think they want to be treated. Well, how do you really elicit that from people? And from, you know, have you ever used this with um, a project team, Teresa? I mean, you've been on many project teams, I know. Yeah, absolutely. I have used it. And, uh, you know, since I've been really working on this idea since 2012, before I was ready to reveal it to anyone, <laughs> I, you know, I'm like that. I, I will turn over and turn over and turn over something for years before I will expose it to the world. And so um, as recently as a year and a half ago, prior to COVID, um, I was running an outsourced project management office, which means um, the company had said, you know what, we're not good at project management and we want you, Teresa, to come in. You're going to be our interim director of project management. You're going to bring in all the project managers. We have a few and we want you to manage them as well, but we want you to bring in your own um, trusted team and work together with ours and bring us up uh, in terms of our maturity as a PMO. And that was great. And so what you do is you you go in and you hire these folks. You get to know the folks who are already employed there. You get to know your stakeholders and what they're expecting of the PMO. Um, and then you figure out how to motivate the, those PMs that are working for you. And, you know, it takes a lot of getting to know them and building trust. You know, I'm a big believer in Stephen Covey's um, The Speed of Trust. Yes. yes. And, uh, and so you get to know them and they will tell you. They will tell you what they want or what they like and how they like to be rewarded. How do you ask them? What, what, what have you started the conversation with? Well, you don't. I, I mean, it's just for me, it's not natural to go straight there. But if they start to tell you that they love golfing. And, you know, that they their daughter is learning to golf and, you know, she's very, very talented. And so maybe you give them a golf certificate when, you know, a gift, a gift certificate to a local golf club um, when they've done something outstanding and you you want to recognize them. Um, like I was saying about, you know, introverts, when you get to know people, you know, they don't like to be the center of attention. So, mm -hmm. you know, maybe um, you figure out what they like, maybe their favorite restaurant or if they like steaks and, you know, um, you give them a gift card for Omaha Steaks or, you know, you give them a gift card to a, a favorite steak restaurant. I mean, it's to me, it's just it's so easy uh, for mm -hmm. you to do unto them as they want done. Um, mm -hmm. You just have to put in that time and effort and listen. Yeah, that listening is a very key skill that uh, many people, you know, the, the, the rule is we have two ears and one mouth. But right. the way the way people behave is sometimes like, you know, two mouths and one ear. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you uh, promote 
listening. I mean, you're able to do that. I mean, that's your you know that that's important. But how do you communicate that to others on the team? Um, well, first of all, you model you model the okay. good behavior, right? And so prior to COVID, that would mean you know, not being on your phone and um, eye contact and, you know, body language that's open for um, them to understand that they are welcome um, to speak. And, um, you know, by never, like if you're not hearing from someone in a meeting and you know that they're an extrovert, um, you know, you might say, um, Judy, I haven't heard your opinion yet. It's really important to me that I hear from everyone. Why don't you tell me what you think about this? Now, if I know that you're an introvert and you don't want to be the center of attention, I may pull you aside after the meeting and say, hey, I didn't get any feedback from you. What are you thinking about this? And uh, and so they're just very what I would call polished ways. Um, of handling different situations based on what people need. That's great. And, <laughs> and, and how, how do you practice uh, as part of this platinum rule? You know, some people don't even know what's missing. You know, they, they just know they're not feeling appreciated. And, and that's why, you know, whenever I teach a course or, you know, deliver a keynote, I always ask the question, how many people here have left a job due to lack of appreciation? And invariably, it's way over 50%. It's yes. usually around 80 or 90. And and what do you do about that? How, how do you just purely show appreciation, not so much in the tangible ways? What what do you do with your, you know, for for this platinum rule? Give us some more examples of what we can do in getting to know what people would want and how they would want to be treated? Well, it's it's kind of learning the love languages, if you're familiar with that yeah. term. Yeah, yeah, you know, everybody has a, a different love language. And I think everybody has a different acknowledgement language. Mm. And, you know, mm. for some people, it's kind words. And for some people, it's um, acts of service. Um, other people, you know, may want those tangible things or enjoy those tangible things because they won't buy it for themselves. And so um, it's it's a bit of a puzzle. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, I've been honing the skill since 2012 when I first thought of it. And um, and it, it just it just like acknowledgement varies from person to person based on how they like to be acknowledged. Uh, so so is their treatment. So is how you communicate with them. So is how you listen to them. Um, you you have to tailor it to each person. Yeah, yeah. And just uh, while you were just speaking, forgive me for this, but I, I just wanted to find out the author of the five love languages. <laughs> so yes. I was listening. I was giving you one full ear's attention, um, but the five love languages, how to express heartfelt communication to your mate. And, but then they go, he has other books too about business and, 
uh, all kinds of things, but um, it's by Gary Chapman. That's right. And uh, the the uh, it's interesting the way you say it because he says the love languages are acts of service, gift giving, physical touch, quality time, and words of affirmation. Yes. And and we're that we're talking about all of these really. That's right. That's right. So, and it, you have to do the work as a manager, as a boss, as a servant leader. You have to do the work. Uh -huh. to figure out what your people need. Uh -huh. uh, there, you know, there's this dangerous idea that once you reach a certain level, you have nothing else to learn, mm. you have nothing else to prove. And um, I, every time I've entered a program, whether it be for uh, a credential or a degree um, or any kind of class, um, I realize there is so much more I don't know <laughs> good and I have to learn and um and so I'm grateful for that curiosity to continue learning throughout my life uh, um and and I think that too can be an example to some people um you know and helping them understand that you know you're never you're never done you're never baked yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know since we're talking about these uh, five love languages, um, the, the, you know, the language of uh, affirmation and all that. I, I just have to say, Teresa Eves, you, you pulled one on me about three years ago that was like the ultimate affirmation, <laughs> the ultimate acknowledgement. What am I talking about to you may be wondering? Do <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I do not remember, but I can't wait. Oh, you will. You will. You will. Okay, so one day uh, you just called me, and we usually email, but you called me, and you said, Judy, um, what do you have on your calendar today? Now, you're in Texas. I'm in New York normally. <laughs> and I said, are you in town? And he said, well, Judy, what are you doing today? And I, I looked at my calendar. I had like three meetings, and I said, I, yeah, I, I got meetings, but I can make time for – you know, uh, get together if you're in New York. And you said, cancel your meetings. I said, excuse me? You said, can you you tell me what happened. That that was just the most unique and awesome and incredible gift I've ever received from a colleague in my life. <laughs> oh, well, I said I had an extra ticket to see Hamilton on Broadway. And how and did that happen? That was so... Uh, your your husband Michael had been watching the the I remember we, we he he taught the secrets of how to get tickets to Hamilton at uh, prices that didn't uh, you know make you have to sell your house right yeah he he started monitoring prices for tickets six months before we were planning to go to New York uh -huh, right and so as soon as they came available at a not ridiculous price. He bought four of them, anticipating that um, my stepdaughter would be able to join us. But unfortunately, she wasn't able to join us. And so you were the beneficiary of her <laughs> unfortunate circumstance of not oh. being able to see Hamilton on Broadway. Oh, and I'll never forget because uh, your son, Josh, sat next to me because I I I was totally unprepared for Hamilton. You know, normally you have to study to learn the history and and he knew everything. Everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have 
we have the soundtrack. Uh, we have um, the actual book of all the words to every song oh. <laughs> of the play. And so, um, yeah, yeah, we're hardcore fans. <laughs> well, I I became one, and uh, and I have to thank your son because he was so. Hey, I mean, this was his moment of glory to actually see the real production. But he's whispering in his ear, and I'm tapping him and said, "What? What? What happened? You know, <laughs> <laughs> who was president then? You know, I was a little confused. I hadn't studied up at all on American history, and but it was glorious, and we had such a great time. So I will thank you in front of hopefully thousands of people for, for uh, thinking of me to come to that incredible." Uh, last minute event <laughs> well so that, it was that, our pleasure to have you join us and uh and we got as much out of having you there as you had of being invited oh, so. oh, that is so that's a true acknowledgement it is a, definitely a two-way street and i thank you for that and and you and i have uh, had some other quite amazing experiences i know you were behind bringing me to um, the, the uh, Fort, PMI Fort Worth chapter uh, professional development day you were, when you were vice chairman. And uh, I did a keynote there on grateful leadership and uh, just always such a pleasure being with you and, and your people. And, you know, I, I get the great sense of appreciation you have for this body of work as I have for everything you have done. So uh, I'm, I'm excited about uh, the platinum rule for project management and um, anything else you want to um, just wind up with about, uh, you know, what people can learn from this, you know, how it can affect their teamwork and uh, their results. Absolutely. So this flips the script on your project management skills and takes you to a new level. Um, you know, we're all looking for that special brand and that way to distinguish ourselves from others in our career field or our profession. And so I just want to encourage you to um, link with me on LinkedIn. You can't right. miss my name. And, um, and then uh, hopefully you'll follow my blog as we explore this topic of the platinum rule and project management together. That's incredibly wonderful, and uh, we will get the word out. And before we officially close, I just want to, you, you yourself are a veteran, and, right. and the work you've done, like I mentioned, uh, I, you know, I learned that your whole thesis, your uh, doctoral dissertation was about veterans, and now you're involved with another veterans group. Spend a minute on all that, because that, that I think is very, very important for all of us to know about as well. Absolutely. So when I got out of the military, it was uh, 1998, and there was no such thing as LinkedIn. <laughs> and there was no such thing as computerjobs.com or, um, you know, any of the tools and programs that are in existence now. Um, so what I was able to do was um, build up an organization named NPower, which is npower.org. And um, that organization takes veterans and military spouses coming out of the military or their military lives and trains them in technology so wow. that they're more employable. Because honestly, um, I faced the same horrible anxiety 
I shouldn't have. I had a degree from Baylor in computer science and a master's from OU in organizational behavior, but I was still coming from overseas. It was not a great time in our economy, and I was I had a young family to support. I was the primary breadwinner, and I was terrified. Mm. And, you know, veterans are going through much longer periods of unemployment after they transition than the general population. That was part of what I researched. And so it's really important that we help veterans because that makes our overall community better. When we take care of the marginalized in our population, we're taking care of all of us. Absolutely. And you were in the Air Force, right? I was. Yeah, I flew on AWACS jets, which if you know uh -huh. Independence Day, it gets blown up in Independence Day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, terrible, terrible. <laughs> Yeah, but um, you have a great contribution to make still with uh, veterans, and I've been very actively involved. Uh, we may do some good things together for your population, uh, you know, to support their reentry. And IIL has taken a very firm stand. I'll just use this moment to say that any veterans are given a free pass to each of IIL's three online conferences and you know we're we're talking about some really wonderful learning events 26 professional development units if that's of interest um, but just the learning and the fact that we offer it free to um, veterans and if they say please we'll we'll include their spouses <laughs> but <laughs> they don't even have to say please we'll do it so um Anyway, Teresa, keep up the great work that you're doing. I look forward to the, your blog about the platinum rule for project managers. I intend to start thinking of it a little differently now. It's not the golden rule, it's the platinum rule. And I think we can all learn a great deal from that. So, uh, all right, so Teresa, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been wonderful to have you. We will continue to do um, exciting and wonderful things together that make a difference. So uh, I wish you the best in this new aspect of your career. Thank you so much, Judy. Great talking with you. You too. And to all our listeners, if you want to join the Center for Grateful Leadership, which I hope you will, you can go to www.gratefulleadership.com. Admission is free but a quote from a, a member, the experience is priceless. You can reach out to me at any time as another means of learning about this work and finding out what's going on by emailing me at judy.umlas, U-M-L-A-S, at IIL.com. And stay tuned if you're a member for an announcement of next month's webinar, which is gonna be very exciting and uh, just some really important learning and that will be in mid-may so please remember to acknowledge someone or many someone's each and every day until the next time i'm judy umless <laughs>